0: Welcome to The Andrew Roman Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this is your first time, welcome to the show. We talk about a lot in this show. So if you haven't already, I mean, we are in our 32nd episode, so you can binge watch for a whole dang month. Uh, this is pretty cool. Thank you all for your support. Today, we are going to talk about something that I think is not really talked about in my generation, at least. Now, I've heard some great teachings on it. I've heard some great uh, preachings on it as well. But I don't think that it's talked about, at least in my generation. So we're going to get to that in just one second. No, this is not one ad at all. It's a plug for myself. If you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, go ahead and subscribe. Hit that notification bell so you're notified every time a new episode drops at Monday, 12 o'clock Central Time on YouTube. And that actually drops, fun fact... Like about f- 5 a.m. on podcast. So if you're one of those early risers, yes, I got you at 5 a.m. When you hit the gym, I got you. Okay, I know ain't nobody else got you at 5 a.m. Everyone else asleep. Me, Andrew, I'm talking to you at 5 a.m. Okay, you put on that podcast, and hey, leave us a leave me a five star review on podcast. Comment, like. I mean. Here, here's, here's what, here's a a good thing that actually I I learned is, especially on YouTube, if you like the video, the more people like it, the more people are gonna see it. So, why wouldn't you want more people to see the show? I want more people to see this show because I want more people to be impacted, hopefully by positively, by the content that, that I produce. So go ahead. If you want to share it with more people, share it with a friend, have them subscribe, share it on YouTube, and uh, let's keep reaching more people. All right, back to the episode. So I, I wish I could put, come maybe put some background music to this, and then I'm going to put this a little dramatic. Today, we're going to talk about, <clears throat> excuse me, give me one second. I got to get character right now. Today, we will be talking about the Forgotten Commandment. Well, that was kind of like a National Geographic voice, right? In the Safari of Africa, there's the Forgotten Commandment. Oh, that was pretty good. You gotta give it to me. That was, that, that was all right. That was all right. Well, we are gonna be talking about the forgotten commandment. Because I don't know if you've realized already, but we live in a fast paced world. We live in an instant world. This is why we use words like instant messaging, instant coffee. We want instant meals, right? And it's usually not as good as things like microwave is not as good as the oven, right? Or there, there's just a lot of different examples. I mean, I think, I think about, um, for instance, about my parents, right? Whenever they, (laughs) whenever they were growing up and they didn't have phones and whenever they met once they were older, they used to write letters to each other. Did you hear that? They used to write letters. No, not text messages where you can see the red notification or DMs where you can be instantly there. No, 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 no. These are ancient letters, okay? And they it would take days for them to even get it, and then days for the person who first sent the letter to get a reply. So you probably had to wait maybe 10 days to hear anything, and that's probably as early as you ever got the mail. That's why it's called snail mail, right? Well, what's interesting about that, though, is that now we live in such a fast-paced world that it's not just affecting the products that we buy, like microwaves, but it's actually affecting the way we live, right? Think about this. If you've ever been in a conversation, I'm, I can almost bet money, but I won't. But I can almost bet money that if you've ever asked someone, hey, how are you? Dave either says, hey, eh, you know, I'm doing good. Just, you know, just staying busy. I've said that like a thousand times. We're staying busy. staying We're, we're hustling. I feel like whenever I say these words, I got to be a little Italian, right? you not just staying busy. You're not hustling, grinding. That's just not so Italian. You're still staying busy, family business. You're not down in New York, get some coffee. You're staying busy. As funny as that may be, that's how we answer, right? Because we feel that staying busy is the right answer to give to people. We think, oh yeah, if, if I just say that I'm staying busy, then then everyone's going to know what we mean. We ask someone, hey, how are you? Hey, man, I'm doing good. You know, just staying busy. And we nod our head and pretending like we knew exactly what they were talking about. When in fact, they gave us nothing. It could be busy doing crap or busy doing actually something productive because just because you're busy doesn't mean you're productive. I'm going to just lay that out there for anybody who had to hear that. You're like, I just got to get busy. No, you got to get productive, not so much busy because you can do a lot. As I say, less is sometimes more. So what's up with this Forgotten Commandment? Well, this Forgotten Commandment maybe has something to do with the San Diego coffee cup. Maybe it doesn't. But if you see a San Diego Coffee Cup, no, this is not a basic Starbucks mug, okay? It's a beautiful Starbucks mug. It's a very dear family of ours gave me this. And actually, by the way, this reminds me of California. And look, I try to be as, as up-to-date of things as possible and try to st- stay consistent with whatever topic we're going to be talking to, talking about. But this is a laid-back conversation. I don't know if you've heard this, but this is completely... Horrendous, maybe. It's, it's tragic. It's, it's actually a little bit disgusting. And I, I want to say this out there because this is completely wrong. And for anyone listening, so, uh, my cousin, he lives in California, and he just shared a post from one of the, one of the he's a Cav- governor of California candidate who's go- running against the current governor of California, Gavin Newsom, and this guy's called Major Williams. Major Williams just said today that there was a bail passed called SB-145 California Pedophile Bill. A freaking pedophile bill. Hear this, okay? It was voted by a 6-2 majority, 6-2 vote. There will be no felonies for sex with a minor any longer in California. Guys, what kind of world are we living in? Where now, there will be no felonies for sex with a minor any longer in California. This has absolutely nothing to do with what we're going to be talking about today. But it was, I saw this today. As I was about to record, I saw this today, and we really have we have to stick with what biblical truth because this seems like a a, a very radical thing. But you don't get here overnight. Here's here's my whole point. When it comes to things of when whenever we start deviating from the Word of God and we start putting our own interpretations on the Word of God, we start making morality relative. You get to this point. It doesn't happen overnight. It happens little by little, and it's just a logical reasoning, then it's a whole episode we can talk about LGBTQ+, plus because that reasoning of especially transgender logic, if you will, plays a lot into this, and hey, if you're like, okay, what is he talking about? We'll do an episode about that, so don't worry about it. Let's return to this forgotten commandment. So, can you quote all the commandments? I'm going I'm to test you. Ready? Uh, first commandment, let me get my cheat sheet real quick. Uh, here's my cheat sheet, right. <clears> or <throat> here's my cheat sheet. First commandment is, I am the Lord, thy God, no other God, so that's just like a statement. God's like, okay, let's get this straight. Then there's no other gods, you shall have no other gods before me, no graven images, not take the Lord's name in vain, and then remember the Sabbath day, and then you, we all know the rest, right? Honor your father and your mother, don't kill, do not commit adultery. What we know is this, thy shall not... I should kind of read it like that, probably. Because if not, people are not going to take me seriously. So, And that, by the way, is found in Exodus chapter 20. So if you're curious and you never knew where it was, is Exodus chapter 20. So <clears throat> this is a hidden commandment. Are you ready? Exodus chapter 20, verse 8. Remember the Sabbath day. By keeping it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is a day, is a Sabbath day to the Lord your God. On it you shall do no, you shall do no work. Neither you nor you sons and daughters, and it keeps on going, talking about the Sabbath. So, that is a hidden commandment. Well, That is a forgotten commandment, I mean. And why do I say it's a forgotten one? Because we, as a generation at least, we kind of know all the rest of the commandments, and we generally follow them. Meaning, we to say, well, it's not good to kill, right? It's not good to murder people, it's not good to commit adultery, it's not good to bear, bear faultless witness. And then the first one is take the name in vain. Sadly, I hear too many people taking God's name in vain. Even people who don't even believe in Jesus. They're like, Jesus, and they kind of just say his name in vain for no apparent reason. Well, apparently, though, this commandment has completely been ignored by my generation. And even by me. So growing up, when I read about the Sabbath, I was just like, what, is, what does Sabbath even mean? And I kind of skimmed through it. Like, under the Sabbath, I have no idea. That's just a... I, I just thought that's just an old Jewish tradition of not doing any work on one day. And I guess that doesn't too much apply for us. Just kind of, I don't know, go to Sunday. That's Sabbath. Go go, go to church. Go to church. That's your Sabbath. That's kind of what I understood it. But then I heard some amazing preachings by especially Pastor Robert Morris from Gateway Church. So if you want more information about uh, kind of what the Sabbath looks like, in a whole full teaching, like forty minute teaching on this. Um, look at Robert Morris's teaching on the Sabbath, and he actually wrote a book about it. So check that out as well. But today I want to speak especially my generation, because like I was mentioning before, we live in a fast paced world. One that if you don't, if you slow down and you fall behind and you don't grind. Then it's just, you're gonna be way behind the line of everyone else. And we think like we have to work 24-7, especially grind for that money, hustle for that money, and then we don't have a priority straight. Work is first before anything else. Well, what we have to understand about the Sabbath though is that the Sabbath is a principle. It's a principle of rest. So if you remember how God created the world, He actually created the world. And in six, Days. And on the seventh day, he rested from the work that he had done, and that was just an an example. He kind of set he was the role model, if you will, of what that looked like for us. And the Jewish tradition, they followed it through hundreds and even thousands. They still follow it right now, especially very religious and Orthodox Jews. Still take a Sabbath, when it's a day that you do no work whatsoever. It's a day that you set apart for God, but. A But in our American society, work is has become God uh, for a lot of people. And maybe for a lot of us, it has also become God. But I want to share with you why we have to remember and not forget this commandment. Why we have to follow and not disobey and break this commandment. So the first thing we have to understand is that the, especially the Ten Commandments, again, Pastor Robert Morris has a great preaching on this, is that the Ten Commandments are actually ten different principles. Because we might think that the Sabbath is an old, it's an old-fashioned and maybe outdated command, but it's not. It's actually a principle of rest. God knows exactly the way He created us. He created us to get rest. He created us not to work 24/7 and to have our lives and our priorities everywhere. That's not how God created us. He created us for rest. And once you know that, then the question is, okay, God, how do I rest, right? How do I do this? Is this something on Sunday? Is this just something that has to be every, is it on Saturday or is it a Sunday, right? There's kind of like this debate. That's why you have Seventh-day Adventists, right, that believe and go to church on Sundays because on uh, Saturdays, because Sunday's is like, probably not a good day to do it. There's a whole debate about that. But what we have to understand, first of all, is that the Sabbath was made for you. The Sabbath was made for you. God specifically put this command so you would get some rest. Dude, how cool is that? You thought God was boring? God made a specific command so you would get some rest and get rejuvenated. I'm going to prove it to you. So let's go to Mark chapter 2, verse 23. This is when Jesus was walking along through some grain fields. And his disciples were walking along in and they began to pick some heads of grain. Basically, they started ordering some Subway, right? They started ordering some Chick-fil-A. They were hungry. They started making a little 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 sandwich, a little BOT. They were hungry and they were picking some food. Then the Pharisees, those are the religious people of his day, the religious teachers, said, oh, Look, what are they doing? What is unlawful on the Sabbath? Yeah, you know you had to do you know that's exactly how the the Pharisees sounded like. And then Jesus answered, Have you never read what David did when his companions were hungry and in need? In the days of Baabathiah the high priest, he entered the house of God and ate the consecrated bread, which is lawful only for the priests to eat, and he also gave some to his companions. Then he said to them, The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even over the Sabbath. Okay. Whoa. What's going on? That just had that was like a uh, a, a British um, battle right there of British accents. So what what happened right there? Let's, let's break this down because it's very important for you to understand the Sabbath and the principle of rest. The Sabbath is not a religious event; it is a principle for you to follow. So this is not something that you have to do on a Saturday. You have to do on a Sunday. If not, you're breaking God's commandment. No, 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 It wasn't, you were not made for the Sabbath. The Sabbath was made for you. So you're, all of our schedules are different. For example, most of my family, their rest day is on Mondays. For me, it's not really Mondays because I work. So for, for me, it's on Saturdays. For you, it might be Tuesdays or Wednesdays or Thursdays or whenever it is. And that's okay, because you are applying and you're walking out that principle of rest. Because the Sabbath was made for you. So what do you do on the Sabbath? Well, it's fairly simple. What, what gets you going? What rejuvenates you? What relaxes you? What gives you energy? Now, I'm not saying about something negative. So if something bad gives you energy, then you, you got to talk to Jesus about that. But for me, I'll tell you exactly what I do on the Sabbath. I wake up late. And I look at the morning sun and I say thank you Jesus for this day. Then I might I might fix myself a little breakfast, you know, little 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 egg, little bacon, maybe a little little sandwich, egg sandwich, bacon with a little cheese. I'm just telling you what I do on my Sabbath. I don't know. You can do whatever you want, but I fix myself a little breakfast. Then I chill. I go up to my room. I kind of lay down, just chill. Then I pick up a book and start reading. Then some of my homies, my boys. Some of them want to jump on and play a little Xbox. I do that as my Sabbath, man. Just kind of relaxing. I make sure I do things priority straight. Then I'm just I'm just also just taking the time to just thank God for the day. And maybe I go to the gym. I mean, that's me, right? But what do you do? Maybe you like to paint. Maybe you like to just relax. Maybe you like to um, do something else. But one of the things that's important is really take it seriously to rest, Because if you don't rest, you're going to get overwhelmed and overloaded, even if you're young. It happened to me several months ago when I was overloaded, working every day, some 10 hour shifts some days. I was going to bed late, waking up early, going to church. Then on Saturday, I would go to the hotel. I was working almost six days a week um, for, for about two weeks or so. And I was exhausted to the point that one Wednesday afternoon, I even threw up. I had a huge headache. I was a migraine. I felt terribly sick. I went to sleep, I woke up, and thank God I was perfectly fine. So the Sabbath looks different for everyone. But now the question is, why why do people not do the Sabbath? Why do people not rest? Because you have to understand is that whenever you work 24-7, you're making yourself the provider. So what I mean by that is whenever work is your very utmost priority, you're making yourself the provider of your life instead of God. And God shows us a principle in a lesson with the Israelites. You see, the Israelites coming out of Egypt. What happened with them is that they were starving, and they're like, "God, give us food." And so God sent some Chick Fil A down. Right? I mean, it was no buns, though. No, no, it was it was actually just a, just just the bread. It was just manna. So He sent them some Chick Fil A with some Chick Fil A sauce, and it was just some manna. Is look, Chick Fil A's been around for thousands of years okay i know it. it's the lord's chicken the lord is the same yesterday today and forever thus the chick-fil-a sandwich is the same yesterday today and forever forever hallelujah okay going back to the story so the israelites god sent them some manna and he would send fresh manna every single day but on the sixth day he would send double the manna but on the seventh he wouldn't send any huh interesting lesson that i think god wants to teach us there so every day he would give us fresh manna. And this is what I think I believe God wants to tell you. Every day you wake up, God has given you fresh manna, fresh opportunities for you to seize and for it to be a blessing for you. It's fresh manna, and this can have a thousand applications, right? He wants to give you fresh revelation as well. But even with your work and just your life in general, he's giving you fresh manna every single day. And on the sixth day, he gives double because on the seventh he's not giving because your seventh is supposed to be your rest day. However, a lot of us hope that one day we'll work even seven days a week so we can hustle. But can I tell you something? God can do more in six days than you could ever do in seven days. It's true. God can do more in six days than you could ever do in seven days. God even tells the Israelites, if you go searching on the seventh day, you're not going to find anything. You're not going to find anything. How amazing is that? You're not going to find anything even if you go search on the seventh day. And I think that's a a very practical thing for us. You might hustle 24-7, but I got to tell you, God can do more with six days than you could ever do with seven days. So how do you rest? Take a day off. Balance out your days. Set it up importantly. Do nothing. Don't, don't, don't just hang out with a bunch of friends all day, even if that rejuvenates you. I'm that type of person. But rest. Take a time, a longer time with God that day. Maybe don't, don't go run your errands that day. Pick a different day. This is a day for you to rest. But most importantly, you cannot rest without Jesus. It's not just a physical thing. The Sabbath is a spiritual thing as well. You have to rest with Jesus. Jesus himself said, c- said Come to me, those who are weary, and I will give you rest. He said, I will give you rest because my burden is light and my yoke is easy. So if you're overwhelmed right now, you're working too much, take Jesus's yoke, hang out a little bit more with Jesus, take a day off. But maybe you're in the opposite boat that you're lazy as heck and you don't want to work. Hey, well, we got to make a whole nother episode for you. But this is for those that feel like you're a little bit of work alcoholic, right? That workaholic that you're just always trying to stay busy. But God says, hey, press the pause button a little bit. Give yourself a break balance out your days, take a day off. You can't do it without Jesus. Know that God is your provider, that he's going to give you manna for each day. Don't be afraid to give that seventh day to God. Don't be afraid to take a day off. That, that is responsible. Take, take Chick-fil-A as an example. They're don't do. They not open on Sundays and they're the one, one of the most successful, if not the most successful fast food restaurant in the United States of America. And they work one day, one whole day less than McDonald's, Burger Kings, Canes, you name it. And they're way more successful. Why? Because God is blessing them for following his commandments. So how does this look to you? Where do you have to kind of take a break? God made it for you. You're not made for the Sabbath. The Sabbath is made for you. So I challenge you even today, look at your schedule. See if you're overwhelmed right now. And even even if you don't feel overwhelmed, are your priorities straight? Are you actually prioritizing that at least one time a week, one day a week, you're taking a break? Hey, we'll see you in the next episode of the Andrew Ramon Show. I always like to make these practical because this is a lesson that I needed to learn even like maybe three years ago, I started learning it and I'm still struggling in applying it today. So I'm not saying I'm there yet, but i am definitely not where I was. So now, you know, the forgotten commandment. Hey, we'll see you in the next episode. God bless.